You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Episode 44 of the Sunday Sauce Podcast. The final episode for the month of February. Next week, we'll be in March. Good. I I know my sequential months. And then April will hit, and we will be almost at our year anniversary, Mr. Joey Coffee. So continuing an inch closer. We love you all. I'm going to say it from the jump. Keep liking, subscribing, sharing. It's all we ask, as always. Joey says it's free, and he's right. It's free. It is free. It is free. Spent some uh, time this week, Joe, sorting out the T-shirts. So I had like a couple different piles. Felt very productive. I had the pile I need to ship out to the non-Rochester people. It was nine or ten different states were shipping shirts out to, I counted. So pretty cool. Um, it was like Florida, yeah, <laughs> prestige worldwide. Um, it was Florida, Connecticut, Virginia, Ohio, California. Shout out Jake Wiegand all the way on the West Coast. Um, there's one in like different part of New York, like like not a local part of Rochester, New York. Um, and there was two others. Oh, South Carolina and one or two others. So pretty cool. We got people listening from all up and down the East coast and even one or two on the West. So second pile was the local Rochesterian pile. So when I come home, I'm going to hand them out, see people I haven't seen in a while. And then third one was like the local Hoboken crew and you, you were in that pile too. Cause I got to hand you yours eventually when I see you, but it was cool. It was fun. It was exciting to like see it come to fruition and now I just got to send them out and see people repping the sauce pod. So, yeah. And if we do merch again, it'll go smoother, <laughs> smoother and quicker. Like, yeah. Like timeline. Yeah. Um, I'm also, I, I think it'd be cool to do like, I don't know, like hoodies cost dependent or something like that. I don't know. Something mm-hmm. different. Yeah, only if you guys want it, yeah. we're not going to do it. If you don't want we it, we could definitely take a poll. Like I, I think like yeah. koozies, koozies would be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a snapback. I think I'm I'm a big like hat wearer. I don't know if you, like, wear you are, but yeah, I always wear hats, especially working from home. Um, Life is funny, man. I used to dog on kids who wore snapbacks. Now I only wear them. I'm like, I I used to, I used to wear like fitted baseball yes. hats like backwards and forward. I'm like, yes. I could never do that now. Yeah, like, like, I, I only wear I only can wear fitted forwards. In college, I wore like fitted backwards all the time. Like, dude, that just doesn't like look that good. I don't think. <laughs> well, speaking of hats, I, I I don't know. Last night. Was a was a big, big uh, slap in the face wake up call, for you not, or I, I, I don't know if it's because my hair is getting like longer or thicker just on top, but I put on my hat and I've been the classic like I just I buckle it as many dots as you get like I just do like a generic buckle. I mean, that's the face on the size of your head is it not? Well, yeah, but so last night I put it on and it was like way too tight. Oh no. So I do, I did, I'm, I'm dropped back one notch right now. And I feel like I'm either, I don't know if I'm getting fat or if my, if it's my hair, I'm really scared. Is your hair really long? It's not long. It's definitely it doesn't just, look it, that long. My hair gets poofy. You know how it gets. It's, it's definitely getting thicker, but I don't know. Is your brain growing? Are you getting smarter? No, most, most certainly not. <laughs> it's either I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting fat or it's my I hair. 
You think I'm your really, head, like you get fat, you're, what do you got, neck rolls now? Is that what it is? No. Causing you your drink, head, like. When you drink, your head gets fat. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm just, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Definitely keep an eye on that. Let us know how we can help. Yeah, pretty soon we wear my hat with like, this just like. <laughs> like, the, like the kids like, who wear them with like no, no straps. <laughs> yeah, open snapback. Yeah. <laughs> that was the style. What other random things can we talk about? Um, oh, Thursday interview that we had with all conference center from the University at Buffalo. Mike Nowitzki was awesome. If you haven't tuned into that yet, please do. Um, he's an awesome human, absolute unit. And wow. he was a division. He actually committed his freshman year of high school, which he was telling us the University of Virginia, which if you're not familiar with like the lax world, like that's one of the best lax schools you can go to. And he said after like the regime of coaching change, which you can go hear more about on the pod, he ended up switching to wanting to play football, which he was also really good at. And he was a tight end and he put on like crazy weight just to be a center or a lineman in college. And now he's an all conference center. So he gave some awesome insight on like college football through the pandemic, which I think he was the first college football player we've talked to since the season ended. Yeah, definitely has been. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of giving us the insight about that. And just when, when Joey asked him about them smoking the cigars <laughs> after like Joey Burrow, he was like, dude, honestly, man, it was just like, we were, we felt like he won a national championship because we were just so happy to make it through that season as a team. So I had to give him shit for it. I, know, yeah, no, I was I'll never knock a good Sally because again, yeah. who, who am I to ever knock a guy winning a bowl game? Cause I'll never even sniff one, obviously. So I have no ground to stand, but it was just funny how they were going nuts in yeah. that locker room when they won and good, good for them. Yep. Yep. Um, other than that, nothing crazy today on today's show. So sorry if it's quicker. Maybe not sorry if you don't want to hear Joey and I talk, but we'll get uh, as in depth with the topics we have as we can. Um, and kicking off with a victory lap, and I think the biggest biggest shocker in the in the in the sporting world this past week or weekend was um, Tiger Woods in his one car or lone car car crash. Obviously, a prayers up to him, prayers up to his family. That goes without being said, and just like just one of those things where, right around the year anniversary of Kobe passing, and like the impact he had, the first I, I don't know, the first thought in my head was like, oh my god, like is this like all over again? Tiger's the neck, like the, like the same level as Kobe for our childhood and just in general for his for the sporting world. Um, I don't know, Joe, if you watched any of that Genesis Invitational on Sunday, mm-hmm. but they interviewed him and I wasn't the only one to think this. I was with a couple of buddies and I actually talked to someone else yesterday who like randomly brought it up to me and they're like, dude, Tiger did not look good. Um, I didn't realize he had another back surgery and I hope to God it's not like, I hope to God it w- there wasn't anything in this system, you know? You don't you want to assume that's what I was, was. going to say. It's been yeah. a few days now, and they haven't put anything out. They say he's doing fine, which is They said there was great. nothing, yeah, initially. So, But he just, like, had very baggy eyes. Usually, Tiger's got that, like, chipper, just, like, locked-in look to him. And on TV, and I, I thought I was crazy, but, like, other people that I was with agreed, and they brought it up, too, were just like, dude, he doesn't look okay. Like, he looked very, like, droopy. His eyes were, like, droopy. And I just hope that it, that wasn't like anything to do with, with the crash because especially when you're just driving and there's no, no other cars involved it was just car ran off the road immediately your mind goes to like what the hell could have happened you know 
Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's, I think that's the only thing. I, I think people are still like kind of on the edge of their seats. Like, please don't. It's like he was definitely prescribed like pain meds. He had like a major back. Not a major, but he had back surgery. Right. So he's going to get prescribed pain meds as anyone would. And you know what happened last time um, he was on the pain meds? Yeah, just hope. Yeah, just hopefully that isn't the case. So I don't know. And like he's he had compound fractures in his legs too. Pretty sure that means like your bone was poking out of your protruding out of your skin. Yeah, like he, he's gonna be yeah. out out for a while, for a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he got he got brought to the hospital and was had they just started starting immediate surgery on his legs, which is like right. wild to think of. Like just get pulled from a car crash into a surgery is insane insane dude and like i just i i I think it's not funny i think it's wild that like that report came out of the jaws of life being used on him and then just that being a completely false report like how do you falsify that like it was i didn't didn't see that no like yeah there's a report that came out later in the day that said there was no jaws of life used oh crap i don't know how you you can't like make that up like i'm pretty sure it's pretty obvious when you rip a car's top off you can see that but interesting yeah so t's and p's to him and his family the goat um, yeah i don't know in the uh college hoops world we are one week closer to conference tournaments i think some conference like one of the conference tournaments started this week one of the horizon or something like that one of the smaller ones but um in the top 25 there was a lot of shakeups this week i'm going to briefly run through the upsets that happened this week we had oklahoma state over texas tech Michigan State, who's been struggling this year, not only took down Illinois, but also took down Ohio State. That's two top five wins in one week. They're trying to make their case for March Madness. G-Tech over V-Tech. Kansas State, who's been stinky all year, over Oklahoma, who's in a powerhouse. Ole Miss over this surging Mizzou team this year. NC State over UVA. Colorado over USC. And this one isn't an upset, but University of Michigan rocked Iowa earlier in the week um that freshman dickinson for michigan really stuck it to luca garza and that michigan team is very complete but i don't know i felt like i kept getting notifications from <laughs> bleach report or like yahoo sports saying upset alert in college hoops like damn like this is like this is upset week teams are really starting to play their asses off to try and make the yeah. bubble i just i have zero read on college basketball and this could be just my ignorance, but is there is there is there a standout guy this year? Like, who's who's going to go first in the draft? Do we don't even know yet. Like, who's the guy to get out of this out of this class? I I don't know. I feel like my knowledge of <laughs> I like have not been paying enough attention. has been has never been this low. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's sad that I like again, and I think we were talking about this before the pod. Like, the the magnitude of what fans and student sections due to watching college basketball makes those big games so much better to watch on TV and you like tune in. Like I just haven't had like the outside of watching Ohio state had like the, the energy or like need to feel the tune in all the time. So I think that's probably why we don't know as many players as we should. I don't know. Yeah. Like Gonzaga and Baylor. I, I don't COVID, I think COVID hit basketball the hardest because and I, you could you could you could definitely argue baseball. I know we're two sick idiots who actually enjoy watching baseball because it definitely if there's no fans there, it can get kind of boring and tea, but we still like it anyway. 
Um, but for me, man, like basketball without fans just doesn't get me jazzed up. I don't know. Doesn't 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 do it for me. Yeah. Like like the NBA, it's already not very appealing to watch regular season NBA unless yeah. you really are a diehard fan of a team or you just want to watch your team. Outside of that, like you just tune in for highlights of the stars that make unbelievable plays. And now without fans, it's just I don't know. I don't know, bro. College teams, like you can be like any any given day, a college team can win a game in college basketball. And like it's because like if you're at home and some big dog walks in, like that place is gonna be like the walls Rocking. are gonna fall down. Yes. And like you can just go on like a took like a 15-0 run right off tip because your team, your, your fans are just going absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. And it just like it, I feel like right now, I mean, obviously, yes, we just saw a lot of upsets, but I feel like now we're gonna see like nine times out of ten. The, the better team is going to smash the other team. I agree. Yeah. Whereas beforehand might be, I think the odds are much more in the, in the underdog's favor. Cause that, that fan impact does level the playing field. You're right. Like, yeah, bro. They're, they're kids. You can get, you do If you're like, I mean, if you, I don't care if Ron Gonzaga is the top in the country or like the, the worst team, like they're, they're kids. Like you go into a packed house of like rabid fans, you're going to get a little shook. Like they're, they're yeah, kids. If you're not used to it. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're, they're 17, 18 years old. They're going to get, they're going to get a little shook up. Like that's yeah. a lot of pressure to play in front of. It's true. I didn't even really think of that aspect of it, but yeah. So March Madness coming up. If you haven't started watching folks start tuning in, it's that time of year to learn a couple names and fall in love with a couple different Cinderella's to, to hang your hat on when you're picking your bracket. Uh, again, obviously, no interviews on Sundays. As you mentioned, we had Mikey Nowitzki on from UB on Thursday. Um, so we'll run right into the Big Four breakdown with the National Football League. My boy Aaron Rodgers um, set to host 10 episodes of Jeopardy starting in April. So he's been vocal That's about sick. his love for Alex Trebek and love on Jeopardy. He guest appeared a while ago on Jeopardy and smoked whoever he went against. So He's just known for being a very. I think like, he's been. Few, I think he's been a few times. Yeah, yeah. So he's been he's been saying the Pat McAfee show for a while. He wants to host. He wants to host, and then he. I think he broke the news on the Pat McAfee show, which is pretty cool for like them to, to do that. Um, but uh, he also got. And it's official that he's engaged. Um, his fiance came out and explained their engagement and said that they've been engaged for a while, which I still find crazy because this dude's got the weirdest personal life ever. Yeah, I mean. I, I can't really deny that, at least from like a public standpoint. Like he was literally bought a million something dollar mansion with Danica Patrick, and then they broke up, and that was less than a year ago. And uh, now all of a sudden he's engaged. Um, hey, hey, do it, do what you want, A Rod. That's it. Yeah, yeah just no, like, yeah. his personal life is so peculiar. I feel like I feel yeah. like no, I feel like no, no one, one yeah. like, I feel like no one knows him. No one, no one on earth like knows like the real Aaron Rodgers. Like. He's so like like yeah like he's getting more in like the spotlight, but he's still like so like to himself about what he does. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know. He's an interesting interesting dude for sure. Yeah, as my and mother always said, I saw our boy Tim Boyle repost. I think Rogers is kind of doing like he's taking what Portnoy's doing with like the barstool fund. I think he's doing a bunch of like donations for I think like, like local Green Bay, um, mm-hmm. like restaurants and whatnot. So that's pretty cool. He's doing that too. So I know I know he 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 gave a lot he gave a ton of money to Portnoy I think he gave like five hundred grand or something like that right if not yeah, if he not did, more they did, did that live feed yeah a couple weeks back yeah but now he's kind of doing it himself I think in like local Green Bay area which is pretty cool 
Unreal. We got to get Timmy B back on here. Yeah, hit him do. up, see if he's if he's hanging in the off season. I, I saw his Instagram story the other day. He was somewhere nice and warm, drinking a yeah, nice. He's been he's cold been living one. life for sure. Yeah, he enjoying the off season. He deserves it. Um, yeah, we'll see what Timmy B's doing. Um, Russ, Russ drama, Russell Wilson drama. Where did this come from? I don't, I don't know. Where did this come from? I don't know. I don't know. Can I say that I'm, I'm calling bullshit on this. I'm, I'm, I'm calling bullshit. In what regard? In what regard? I do, I do not think he wants to get traded. I'm telling you right now, I, the, if you go back since the season ended, everything that's been, that, that has been like, directed negative towards the Seahawks from quote unquote, Russell Wilson has cut every quote has said Russell Wilson's camp. Like it's never said Russell Wilson said this Russell Wilson demands trade it's always Russell Wilson's camp. Like I think, I think people in his circle are like either like exaggerating things or they're almost like, but I don't, I don't know how, cause like he's like, he's has the stature it's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He can do whatever he wants. I don't get why. Right. It's always like it's always. But if you go back, go back to any story, it's broken about him in the last like three or four months. And it's, the quotes always come from Russell Wilson's camp. Like, why wouldn't it not just come from his mouth, like saying, "I, I want to get traded" or like, "I need better blocking." It's always like it's always like it's not always from his mouth, which to me is really weird, being that he is like he's one of the top three quarterback probably in the NFL, will be a Hall of Famer. And like none of this is coming straight from him, which I find really weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I don't no, know. It is, it is like like you can compare it to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has, yeah, like he's he's saying, "Give me the hell himself." Here. Yes, yeah. I will not play for. Yes, yeah. Ru- yeah, you're right. Russ is like it's like just his. All the quotes say Russell Wilson's camp. It's yeah, like, uh, what does that mean? He's, I always wondered saying? what that meant. <laughs> I always wondered like who, when like people like obviously you have your your own posse or your own camp like. Who is in that camp? Like, what? I don't know. What? What is your job type? Like, is it your like lawyer and your agent and your best friends group? Like, who is the camp? I always I don't I want know, to I know that. I want to have yeah. camp. Like, what's our camp? Who's our camp? The all the all the idiots back home. <laughs> That'd be like Corey and Bird. Like, yeah, Joe wants trade. Speaking for it, yeah. <laughs> Calling up Eli Lilly corporate. Hey, Joe needs a raise. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just for like a player of his stature and ability. In the prime, and like kind of like in the, still in the prime of his career, for him to not be the one saying it, I don't know. I call bullshit. I don't think he's. I don't think he's leaving Seattle. I just don't know like where it like where it came from too, right? Like, bro, it came from it came from someone in someone in his camp saying that the C, the the Seahawks O line stinks, which it kind of does, and like Russ needs more help, and like um now then like fast forward a month to now they're like trade him. It's like I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's like it's it's been no surprise that his offensive line hasn't been the best. Like, yeah, and there was. But it's also, was but like it, Pete, Pete Carroll like, made it. Pete Carroll made it like public that like he like he wants the team's direction on offense to be much more like a run heavy offense. Which, but again, still like it, none of the bad feedback has ever come from Russell Wilson. It's right. been like his people, which I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's really weird. They've also been one of the best teams in the past decade. So happens the last year or two, their defense hasn't been like the Legion of Boom. You know, like I feel like they've always been a, a very complete team who always could contend. Like I don't, I, I guess I was, I was very I surprised. You, you could be right though. Like coming from someone's camp, like maybe Russ is like, dude, like why do you like, why do you even say that? It could have been, I, you dude, know, like, on his got, behalf. He has, 
Metcalf, who's uh, he's still insanely yeah, lock, young. Lockett, you Lockett's have, you, a freak yeah. show. Carson's again, he gets hurt. He's a good running back. They got Hyde. It's a good backup. It's like well, maybe there really is other stuff going on behind closed doors, or they're just like, no, they're not a good team anymore. And he's trying to. If it comes out, they that, maximize like, I, his I time know. left. I'm not going to believe until he like until he's like if he says it. Obviously, I'll believe. It, but like again, everything you can go back, go look at everything. Everything that came out about the Seahawks in the last few months has been from his camp. But like, why wouldn't why wouldn't he just come to the media and say, hey, I want I need better protection. I want to trade. Like it's Russell Wilson. It's not like some no name player. Mm-hmm. I think he has the authority to say I want to get traded. But it's always been like his camp, which I found. I don't know. Again, I found it very weird. Very very weird. JJ Watt saga continues. That man's on a yeah, cryptic, this dude's, cryptic dude, he's, tweet. He's he's milking rampage. the shit out of, out of this. Hell yeah, good, good I would too. If I, I, was I know. I'm just saying he's 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 milking, <laughs> milking it. He knows it too. He's so aware. He's just like tweeting random like walls with TVs and like his, the one I saw was like, "Oh, my pup's loving his new city," and it's just like a wall and a TV and like yeah, a little I like mean, thing on the wall, and everyone's like trying to like decipher. Where he's, he's at. definitely self-aware, which I do, which I enjoy. So he's he's, de- yes. he's definitely he knows what he's doing, but at the same time, maybe he is even more self-aware this that he's not obviously what he like. If this is like three like three or four years ago, mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be insane because that's when he was like defensive player of the year like every year. He's catching like touchdowns, picking off the line. Like now it's like yeah, he can he can help a good team, but it's like he's not gonna go like he can he 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 cannot make a bad team good anymore. By no means, but like if he goes to the contender, yeah, it'll be a good signing. Um, but I think I think he is self aware that he knows that he's not like MVP caliber anymore. But he's he, it's funny he's just like he's just he's milking free agency, mm-hmm. which can go to get get your bag. Yeah. Your well, money. the thing about him too is he while he may not be as much of a prowess on the field, like the marketability of JJ Watt is. Still oh no, yeah. Through the no, roof. He, so whoever he, gets him is like him going to the if he finds a right fit that team will get better. But if he goes yes. to like the Jets or like the Bengals, they're still going to suck no matter what. But you can sell JJ Watt. That's the thing. Like you No, I know. I, I, you I know. hang your you hang your hat on that we have JJ Watt. So a little, little it's a business still. So I know wins matter, but so does making the dough. Um right. but other than that, NBA, Pau Gasol signed with Barcelona. How is this dude still playing? I don't know, but hats off to you, Pau. Thanks for everything you did in the NBA and best of luck back home in Barca. Pa, I, was, I, mean, pa was one of the, I think Pa was in that discussion. Like if you were doing like a, like a draft of like underrated, is that like most saying? underappreciated yeah. players of all time, like dude, he, pa, pa Gasol was a freak. They wouldn't have won that, that championship without him in LA. Those back-to-backs. He was a, like, dude, that was just him and Kobe. Yes. It was just yes. those two guys destroying everybody. Pa was a freak, bro. bro yeah, yeah. He was, he was like, I mean, like he was very Dirk esque. And he wasn't as good as Dirk. Dirk's the best international player of all time. But he was like the big guy who could fucking pop it from mid range, hit a three every once in a blue moon if he had to. Great footwork. Like he, dude, Paul Gasol was yeah. awesome. No, I do agree. And I think he was one of those like transcendent big men who was still a big man. Like I don't, Dirk was a big man, but he played outside yeah. a lot. No, Paul like, could, Paul Paul was could still, still down Paul low. Still bang. And he, but yeah, he but he was like it. one of the first dudes to really like, start like stretching it out, like hitting mid range yeah. starting to hit threes. And it's like, Oh, like, could this be a new era of big men where they don't have to just play in the paint? You got to yeah, get out awesome on, the, on the wing with them. Yeah. He was beast. Absolute just, beast. Uh, yeah. Um, I saw this 
this notification popped up on my phone from Bleacher Report of this five team five team NBA parlay. This dude hit. Um, it was a fifty dollar bet that won him a hundred and twenty eight grand. Yeah. It was on Wednesday night. It was the Hawks Celtics over. It was Golden State spread and under. Bulls spread and over. Cavs spread and under. Heat spread and over. Hit them all. 50 to win 128 grand. Insane. So funny how like, hindsight gambling, these lines look so juicy. Oh, like, why didn't we hit that? Yeah. Like, well, it's like, in, no, it's, in the moment, you've like, you're like, no, nah, yes. these are all, it's these the are all same, terrible. It's the same thing with like the, like the, like the day trading. Like, damn, why did we hit GameStop? It's like 400% up. Well, yeah, obviously, it's easy to say now. But I always find it. Speaking of hitting big, do you see that video of the, of the lady who was leaving Las Vegas? And she hit us. She hit a slot like on the way to her gate in the airport, leaving to fly home, and she won three hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, dude. Do you do you cancel your flight immediately and just uh, rage? Yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> go. You go right back to where you came from. You bet that three hundred grand. <laughs> I imagine like, all right, one last one last time for the boys. Like, all right, let's go home. Back, <laughs> back to reality. You throw like a buck in there, three hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> probably just lost like five grand a weekend. Like, all right, let me pull it one more oh, time. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a happy you, uh, business class, first class, please. Yeah. Go straight, go straight for the upgrade. Fly home in style on American I'll Airlines. I'll take the penthouse. I'll take the penthouse suite for the next week. Yeah, give me that, give me that hot towel and, the, and the, the hot meal in first class on United Airlines, and we'll, uh, we'll call it a night. I'll fly home in style. <laughs> um. You put the, the LeBron's Latan comments in the notes. Oh yeah, I briefly saw this morning, but I didn't really look too much into it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it got it didn't get too heated. I mean, more so Zlatan. If you guys don't know, is he's like a he's one of like the best soccer players of all time. Ibrahimovic. And B, he will let you know that he thinks that he's the best player. Like he his personality is so outrageous. He would like he, and he also he talks and he talks in third person all the time. He calls he Latin calls himself Slotown when he talks. <laughs> um, but basically he was just breaking down. He said that uh he thinks that LeBron James should not get involved with like media, politics, like opinions, basically, because like he's because he is LeBron James and he like transcends that stuff and he should just like take for take his skill for what it's worth. And like he didn't tell him to shut up, but he basically was like, yo, like you're like you're the, like me and you are so popular. He's like, because Zlatan is not getting involved, and again, he's from Sweden, so I don't know what's going on like Swedish politics. Um, but he was basically saying that LeBron should just not get involved in politics and just be a legend and just like stay to the side. And LeBron's like, I'll never not talk about like what I think is wrong, and like he got his whole take in, which again, you can see both sides. Like yeah. Zlatan not wanting to be political because he is Zlatan and can just live the best life ever and lebron's like well i just i care about more like social issues and whatnot so that was his take it it wasn't really a heated debate it was more so like they both like stated their claims i don't know why zlatan even brought it up he must have got asked a question um but lebron's like yeah i'll I'll never not talk about things i think are wrong so i think i did there i think last year like the when when like there was so much emotion with everything and there still is right and you you're allowed you're allowed your opinion on either side of the coin do you think right. athletes should 
use their platform to get involved with political matters because of how powerful they can literally sway people without those people even really doing research on what they're being mm -hmm. swayed to? Or do you think, yeah, I want to use my platform to invoke change because this is what I believe in. I think yeah, that's the, in my opinion, I, I can see why people are like, please don't bring this into sports. And I can see why the, some of the athletes or people supported are like, no, I want, I want to use my freedoms and my rights to do this. So yes, it is a very, I'm glad I, I didn't look and I didn't do much research into it, but I'm glad like it wasn't like some heated thing. Cause I think no, it's they both very important I, nowadays. So like, yeah. can we just have a conversation about how there is always more than one direction or opinion or thought? So, I mean, yeah, I just think it's, yeah, I don't know what provoked him this. I he, again, I get he 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 had to have gotten asked a question. I doubt he just like said that randomly about LeBron, and it wasn't it wasn't even a shot at LeBron. It's him just him like he's like as myself like I don't get involved in like politics. But again, tough take from a guy. It's it's tough because he's obviously European. He played in America for a couple of years in L.A., but still, it's like LeBron being a black, again being being the the most prominent black athlete on the planet right now. And then him being like, you know, a white guy from Europe, like it's like, he obviously doesn't see the world as LeBron does. So it's like, he doesn't have to worry about as much as LeBron would in, in his shoes and what, his life. Yeah. Um, I think it's different too. When it's a touch, tough, tough take for yeah. him to like tell LeBron what, not, not tell him what to do, but his opinion, his life is so different than LeBron's. Like it's hard for him to like suggest what LeBron would do kind of thing. Right. I think it's too different when like you're bringing up like social and racial chains and then politics. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like if you're like I don't know I don't I, I'm again I'm not gonna get into it but there is there is if there is a difference between fighting for what you think is right and racial equality and then like using your platform to pump someone up politically you know it's just like yeah yeah um, no, it was, it was I, think it was, I think it was just two different universes colliding and like they just right both, they're both so prominent but they both come from different basically the like different. Completely different of walks in, of life, a different world. His life in Europe and LeBron's life in America, are like, you can literally be two different planets at that yeah, point. Right. Like they are, they are nothing in the same besides the fact that they're both freak show athletes. It's all they have mm -hmm. in common. So like, right. it's like, it's just like, yeah, both sides couldn't see each other's opinion. There's just, it's not possible to that, to that extent. Right. I thought again, it wasn't like a bad thing. They both just like said something and they're like, all right, that was it. It's great. That's the way conversation should, should be. <laughs> yeah. And you can, you can handshake and you can try and make others agree. And if you don't like shake your hands and be, be friends or go your separate ways. Like it's, that's what I'm glad it ended that way. And I hope people can learn from, learn from that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Um, major league baseball, we are inching closer, Joey. So back, we're starting to get, I'm starting I to get am... more BP dingers on my timeline. Yes. Yeah, so I said, guys hit moon balls. Yeah. So, um, I'm not going to, not going to overreact on Corey Kluber yet, but I did send a, God, he got a video, <laughs> a video to Jesus. our group chat of Luke Voigt piping one of Kluber's fastballs to the moon to like right center, like yes. 500 feet. It was insane. Yeah. Whoever, I don't know who was in the building if it, or if it was just his teammates, if you turn the volume up, you can hear like, Oh, in the background, it was yeah, like some security was, guards yeah. watching the, watching the, -pad. yeah, we're um, going to delete that. We're going to delete that from our, from our brain. Cause I yeah. don't want to, I don't want to see that ever again from Kluber. Nonetheless, I'm just excited to see it back. I don't care if these pitchers 
You have 100 home runs against their own team right now. Just baseball is back. I'm so excited. Um, I'm about to get a partial plan with the Yankees with a couple of my buddies. Um, they're like 12 games. It's 300 bucks for 12 games for five rows back behind the left field bullpen. It's a 27 bucks game. We did it last. Me and my one coworker did it last year. So we're going to get a couple other of us on board. And Evan Zakos is going to do it too. Like four or five of us. It's like in the bleacher seat. So it's like the cool, like the cool spot to be. And I just can't wait for it to. I mean, it's gotten to the point where I would literally, I will pay. I pay, I pay a hundred bucks, go watch a Red Sox day game. I, I wouldn't even enjoy watching that. I would just want to be in, in, in a baseball stadium with a beer and like, all right, I don't care who's playing. I'm, I'm, I'm happy right now. I feel like it's like, we're like caged animals at this point. If you, if you, if you're someone who doesn't like still feel comfortable, that's totally fine. Like this is, this isn't the conversation for you, but like for those of you who are fine going out and like enjoying a live event again, it's like literally just caged animals there's nothing that beats dude live baseball and it's like 75 degrees out i need it i I need it it's one of the most like calming and people some people think it's completely boring but if you're also like understand Mm -hmm. it it is one of the most gotta appreciate it calming things you can do you can just like know that for the next three hours Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about anything else in life you just sit there with an ice cold beer in your hand it's the best dog, it's all, i'll do if you it's the, if, you're, if you live near a stadium it's the best date you could ever think of yes because you, you, you can be a stud and like the girl but if they don't if the girl doesn't watch baseball or hey if you're a girl and you're a baseball fan you bring a dude there yeah he'll love you forever school him up it goes both ways here people but if, it, if you're the one that knows the game you can like if like some like crazy play happens like the guy catches it in foul territory and like throws a guy out and tag up they'll be like what do you think what just happened and you can explain it sound like a genius they're like damn my my boyfriend or girlfriend so smart about baseball this is awesome <laughs> get a couple beers some hot dogs have a great time get yeah. the guys but like here it's a but like here go just ahead. the whole the whole aura of the day is just the yeah. best day ever it is and if he's a guy people. walking up and down a staircase screaming to he's begging he's begging to give you a beer he's begging to give you a ice cold beer mm-hmm and every once in a while, some guy might come and just give you a hot dog. Yeah. Tony, how, how, do, you, how do you beat that day? Oh, man, some peanuts. Oh. So in so Rachel's Rachel's stepdad, um, he has season tickets for the Yankees through work. They have four seats, four rows behind the right field wall. Like, so literally you reach out and, like, poke Aaron Judge on the shoulder. That's how mm-hmm. close they are. And they're speaking of um, like the, the the beer vendors that walk on the aisles. They have this legendary dude. His name's the Cuz, and he walks up and down the aisles of like this specific area in right field, and he knows all like the season ticket members in that area because a lot of them renew year every year. A lot of them are businesses are just very affluent people who have a lot of money to spend because it's a very good area to sit. And every time he walks up and down the aisles, you know he's coming because he just yells out. It's time to get a buzz from the cuz. And like oh, he yells yeah. it up and down the aisles and like people love him. So God, um, I don't know. I, I miss I miss live I sports. I can't wait so to much. go. I can't wait to go. But that's some awesome news. Tim Anderson from the White Sox says that they are the best team in the AL. You were in the regular season last year, Tim. No, you guys got better. I don't know if you're the best yet. We'll see. But that's a little uh Little good little headline grab that he he said that will stir some yeah. some early controversy. I mean, yeah, we're a pro yeah. White Sox pod. I mean, our boy, I, I, yeah. I want our boy Danny to go be an All Star, Gold Glover, all yeah. the awards. Oh, by the way, I bought I bought one of his shirts, the the new black one. Fire! 
Yeah, he is. He is really. He has some good merch Fire. for sure. Fire! How much we're yeah, trying to get one, him back on. He wanted to come back on before camp. Um, I gotta, I gotta see if he's still around. Wants to get back on during camp. Yeah, maybe try I mean, it up. The AL, the AL is. I don't know. I think the American League is very much so up for grabs. Yeah, I and, agree. Uh, it's dude. I mean, as as baseball tends to always do it. It's gonna matter who. It's gonna depend on who's healthy. Which doesn't always bode well for the Yankees, but I mean, I think the American League right now. I don't. I mean, yes, on paper, unbiasedly, I think I think it is the Yankees. But again, just from based on the last five years, they don't always finish. So, if they don't do the, if they don't win it this year, I mean, Aaron Boone should have been fired a year or two ago. He has to get fired this year if they don't at least go to the World Series. They have to at least go. Yeah. If they don't win this year, I think it's like undoubtedly official. They don't have the clutch gene. They don't have a. No. They're not assembled a team of the clutch gene. Um, and I guess I don't know. I mean, then again, like the Dodgers were. How long the Dodgers were that for? Like, I don't know, dude. It's just they had one of the best pitching staffs in baseball for the past five or six years. The Yankees have barely had a. Yeah, but they staff, were at least you know going. I mean? They were going. They went to the World Series. They lost to That's the Astros, true. who cheated, and then they. I don't know. LA's, LA is always right there. The, the Yankees have lost in the ALDS. Like, that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. That should not be happening. Well, anyway, we're just excited. So yes, they're just the, 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 less the, the drama. sounds of baseball and the sunshine is yes, a lot very, less very drama planning for feed. this season than last. We'll just say that too. There was no like back, not as much back and forth, back and forth between the players' association and the league. Oh, yada, yeah. yada yada yada. We didn't have to spend six seven weeks complaining and whining for a multitude mm-hmm. of reasons this year. So let's just get the ball rolling. Um, in the NHL, we had the uh, the awesome Lake Tahoe, or what was supposed to be the awesome outdoor games on Lake Tahoe. It looks sick. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, they did end up completing the games. Um, but the first game on Saturday, which was right on the 18th, or well, not 18th, one of the greens, anyway, on the, on the course that overlooks Lake Tahoe and the mountains in the background. So unbelievable aesthetics to the to the day but the sun was out that day and even though it wasn't wildly warm i think it was in the 40s the sun was beating down on the ice and creating the ice obviously to slush up a little bit so players mm-hmm. were just like dude we can't play on this they literally paused the first game and resumed at like midnight and then the next game had to be played the next day the flyers game um so wouldn't wouldn't be uh wouldn't be an outdoor event without some sort of controversy for the nhl you know um, but at the end of the day, it got people talking about it. All publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah, at least they, at least they try. It. I mean, I love like NHL has the like the Winter Classic type stuff. Baseball. Did they ever do the like the um the Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams game. I, I hear it's supposed to still happen this year, but no, last year they the they, Yankees they were going to play. It. I think yeah. wasn't the Yankees, I think Yankees somebody were... else were going to play. That that, that was, was it awesome. Gonna be Yankees White Sox. I forget. Yankees Cardinals, maybe. I don't know one of those two, but I think basketball has to have a. A game like that like do it like an old school like like hoosiers style gym it's like old gym well but remember with, the one with, the outdoor with, with, game with, they with did. like new like new stuff make it, mem- make it look mem- super old yeah yeah remember the outdoor game though they did on the um oh, yeah that, well, that, that the, was that was that was stupid they were playing the military, a, a navy warship yeah that was, that <laughs> was, that was it was that was a sick atmosphere too but like playing basketball outside it's like no no no. basketball should have like a game where you just have like a like you just convert like one of these mega stadiums and like a really old tiny gym 
don't know. I think it look. I think it would look cool. Like obviously, have like have all this stuff be like brand new, but make it look old. I feel like that'd be sick. I don't know if some of those like arenas still exist. You know, some of these newer places. That, that, like, no, I'm saying convert. Or just like, it's like give it the old aesthetic. You don't have to like, make, like redo the gym. Like just, I don't know. I feel like that'd be a good idea. I think that'd be cool. I want like a little. I want some like park style games for NBA. So like, yeah, it's outside, but if you built like a little like makeshift dome over it, just just for in case it rains, but still have like like the sidelines be like outside, yeah, like Rucker cool. Park. Like game at like Rucker Park and build stands around it. Super exclusive event. I think it'd be I think it'd be cool. I don't know how you would do it, but like I think it would be it'd be cool to do. Like a little NBA street video game, go to all those places. <laughs> It should make the all-star the all-star game should be that. Yeah. Um, oh, there's one other thing I, I did see, and it has to do with hockey skates. And I don't know if you saw, but there's there was like a viral a viral video or picture of a dude skating with like Nike Air Force One skates. Oh, yeah, the Jordan ones on. I yeah, saw the Jordan ones. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this dude from our college, or from my college rather, his name's Matt Keeler. And he started this this hockey apparel company out of his dorm room it's called just dish and hockey and he's a year ahead of us so that's how i just would briefly hear it i would just see him you know see him around it's a small school so you see everyone know everyone say hey, what up to him he's a very nice kid and he like has continued to grow this brand and he had something to do with those yeah. those skates so i'm i'm actually i want to get him on the pod so i if anyone knows, I mean, I can always hit him up, but if anyone who's friends with Matt Keeler listens, like we'd love to love to hear more about what, what that was like. I mean, it literally went viral. I, I had buddies from work send me yesterday. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the dude that went to my school that had a big part of designing these. So that's sick. Um, <laughs> so sick. I mean, hockey, hockey skates are very generic. You know, the CCMs and the Bowers, usually black skates. But like if you can get some, some creativity within the, the, the skates and still make them the, like the material and the safety of a skate. Like NHL, you're in some business. Like that's, that's some big time stuff. The fact that every league, the only league that does footwear properly is the NBA. They, um, they allow the freedom without finding you. Yes. Like baseball. Like if you, if everyone has to wear the same color cleat is so stupid. Like why the hell does that matter? But like, yeah. I remember like, I remember like, dude, like, when when Jeter signed a deal with Jordan, like he like he had Jordan baseball cleats. I I had when I was a kid, I had those. Yeah, they were so sick. Um, we saw it more in football too. I think Darren Waller or somebody had like Jordan one football cleats, and those were yeah. sick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like shoes like just I don't get why they can't wear what they want. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, so something to do with the, it's literally to do with the, the the way the deals are structured with the brands. It's like all it is. But I don't know if I'm a, if I'm a brand, like especially like a CCM or like a Bauer and I could pump my brand out to people who don't even know who we are outside the hockey or lax world mm-hmm. with the cool designs. But like there's got to be something that they could work out. But uh, the final thing that I want to mention is a lot of arenas around hockey are opening up their doors in the month of March, the month of March for fans. I know you said with the Bruins, it's going to be what twelve percent capacity at the end of March. Yeah, like twenty, us like twenty four hundred fans around there. Yeah, I think. that's going to be awesome. Um, us with the New Jersey Devils next week, we will be hosting ten percent capacity, which is right around eighteen hundred fans in the building. We had uh, on sale on Thursday for all our priority season ticket members, our partial plan holders, our group leaders, our premium members, and then 
Friday morning was when the public on sale went. So like it was, I'm pretty sure the Rangers game next week's already completely sold out. Like there's no tickets left. And it's all 1800 tickets, but still like gone off the shelves. Like people are so excited. Yeah. Um, especially live hockey, dude. There are, these fans are just rabid people. It's so passionate. So like they have been excited to come out. Um, yeah. Live hockey. There's nothing like it in my opinion. I will stand no, by that. Exactly. It's one of the most electric atmospheres in sports. Um, I, I think TV, it, it, TV hockey can stink. I will, I will oh never yeah, absolutely. argue that as can baseball TV. Um, but in live, live packed house hockey game is electric. Yes. Because the game is so fast paced. There's no stoppage of plays. Really. It's every period is like 20 minutes before commercial. You know what I mean? Like very rarely is there like a commercial or a quick stoppage in play. When you score a goal, places goes bananas. It, it rivals like a like a massive college basketball game for me. You know, atmosphere or like a massive college football game. That's like how I I put that up there with those like top three things in terms of excitement level. Uh, but yeah, there's a light in my opinion at the end of the tunnel with with these fans coming back from a sporting world fan standpoint. So hoping for the best. But. Other than that, that's all uh, we have this week. Good convo, I think. Yeah. And uh, we'll um, see you next week. <laughs> see you Thursday, <laughs> probably. Got. See you Thursday. Other than that, again, T-shirts. You can get them out. Keep sharing, keep liking, keep subscribing. We got another rating, another comment I saw on our review. We have officially have 50... 50 ratings so and then someone else commented that we're just cool dudes and run a great show and they appreciate so us sick. so well we love you all thank you for listening and as always take it easy man you are listening to the sunday sauce podcast